What's up? What's up, everybody? This your boy B Taylor again with another episode of Conversations and Situations. Uh, today I have a doctor, surgeon, uh, <laughs> medical uh, missionary. I guess you want to call it. Cool, cool, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah. Introduce yourself, uh, guest. All right. Well, my name is Curtis Anthony, man, and I'm down here from from Boston, visiting Arizona. It's actually my first time out here, and uh, what I do is I essentially just bring natural health information to communities, you know, any community and, and individuals. Uh, what that is and what that looks like really is um, teaching people what has been withheld from them. And, and that's as simple as, hey, milk, it does not do a body good. You know what I mean? Right, and right. why? I mean, those, those are kind of things I end up talking about and it's been it's been earth moving for me. It's been life changing for a lot of people, and I'm just beginning. So you know, it's exciting because I I see it growing. I see the interest in the communities, and I see healing happening for people where otherwise they've been stuck. You know. Okay. So yeah, that's that's what I do right now, man. My background, just just so I put it out there, is physical therapy and brain injury specialty. Uh, brain injury recovery is my specialty. But I've always been uh, on the edge of health, and in the last five years or so, I've been living green. If you know, you know, if you want to call it that, living clean, living green. Yeah. Um, and that essentially just means a, a plant-based lifestyle for the most part. Uh, I leave a little five percent window open. You know what I mean? To to hang, hanging out with friends. Let's say let's say you having steak tonight. You right, know what right, I mean? right, right, right. I'm gonna eat that steak with you, and I might pay for it for a couple of days because I will feel my system slow down and respond to that going in. Right. But for the most part, 95% uh, plant based, and I'm just I just try to teach people how to move along a continuum of transition. You know, so not a cold turkey kind of thing. Like, hey, let's just switch up tomorrow drop everything and start something new. Cause I, I really don't think that's successful for most people, but uh, for myself, I could say that I had to take my time and slowly transition over the course of a year from the standard, uh, let's say American diet to a plant-based diet. And uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't turn it back because what I feel in my system is, is literally like I'm aging backwards, bro. Cool. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, cool. I yeah, feel yeah. you, man. So yeah, man, that's that's what I'm doing. So so, what led you to to do what you do now? Like like, did you did you see something? Did you did it make you feel like uh maybe uh, it was something that could be said about uh how some ineffective uh, Western medicine is? Mm. Did like what was it something like that? Yeah, well, there was a couple of things, but there there was a pivotal moment that happened. So I'll say that working in healthcare for 25 years, uh, what I've seen is people don't get better, you know. And I see I've seen research happen over those years across tons of platforms, whether it's the diabetes platform or cancer platforms, research and research money being raised billions, 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 yet. The results that I see is more and more people than ever get these diseases. So I'm I've been questioning all along, what are we doing? You know, we're not actually improving over time. Like for tech, let's say, our microphones improve, our computers improve. 
our, our car is improved. So everything literally supposed to be improving with time as we improve our knowledge. But the one thing that's not is health and the health of people. So it made me question like, hey, what's really going on? And uh, it made me really look at the Western medical system to say, hey, are they really truly doing medicine? Um, and I would say that it's in that questioning that I came across information about natural health and then beginning to find stories of people on YouTube, et cetera, that enter, enter with dire conditions, stage four cancers of this and that, but they share their story about switching over to, to just natural juicing, cold pressing, raw foods, and they reverse these impossible cancers. But then I say, wait a minute, but this is not being publicized. Right, Nobody's right. knowing about this and millions of people are suffering and dying. So that was always uh, something riding in the back of my mind and my heart. And I was digging and searching on that. But I would say the pivotal moment happened during COVID, you know, in the year 2020, where health literally became the only thing that mattered. Yeah, I, I just got over COVID, man. Uh, I was I was released uh, December the second. I, I went in October the twenty fifth. Whoa, man, I spent all time in my stomach, man. I'm like, man. and then I'm gonna tell you what really pissed me off, though. You know, it was it was some it was some it was some decent nurses there, but when you laying there, you you trying to figure out, man, are these motherfuckers practicing on me? Is this shit really mm, affecting mm. what I got going on? Because crazy story. Um, that my first doctor wanted to release me to uh, a room where I didn't need as much attention, saying that my lungs were better. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, they wasn't better. They did a cat. They did a CT scan on me, a 360, and the lady saw this film over my lungs, and so she was like, "That shouldn't be there. Who was trying to send you home?" And I told her the doctor, and she was like, "No." So she put me on a, a, a antibiotic. Prednisone, which is a steroid, right, right. Uh, uh, um, ration. And, uh, I ain't gonna lie, that's what brought me back. I was, I was, at, I was at uh, what was it, fifteen liters of oxygen. I went for fifteen. Yeah, that is a lot of oxygen. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I went for fifteen liters down to two liters of oxygen. I want to say like in a week's time of taking that medicine. Was that nasal cannula or did they have invented? So. Um, I was CPAP, and I had the I had the then also when I slept in that, but I had the mask that uh the nasal cap the nasal cannula nasal cannula okay and uh and the face mask with the bag on it yeah 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 so I had both of them on same same time and then you get nurses in trouble man didn't have deep trouble I had nurses in there man IVs going bad one nurse was supposed to put some of the IV in it in in trickling down my arm I'm like. It ain't me going in. Like, me. where am I? You yeah, know? I'm saying, man, what the hell is this? And so when I got out, because because the thing of it is, the prednisone really helped me, and I'm and it made me mad that they didn't think to go there first, right. and the fact that this guy was ready to send me home, I'm like, he was yeah, gonna send you home to die. To die. To die. That's a doctor. A doctor. In the height of COVID, at that. Yeah. Because that's the that's the end of 21. You're saying. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 the thing of it, I talked about it on my on my last uh, with my I did an episode about my COVID experience. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I told him the name of the hospital and everything. Man, like, I tell anybody, do not go to Banner Medical Center. They training kids how to do shit. They gonna ask me, can I? Would I let a um, uh, one of the students practice or put an IV in? You know, and this is COVID. This is during COVID yeah. treatment. They asking you if you let a student practice. Yeah. Yeah. And show you right there, no value on no your life. No value at all. But the thing of it is, when you have people come out like yourself that say, so it's a way around this. You don't have to do this. You can try this. Mm-hmm. They want to, you know, uh, uh, brush you off by saying, well, um, how do you know this? Does this working or whatever, whatever. Right. But at the same time, they're not knowing. He was also in the medical field, so you can speak on that. Yeah. You know? Um, I want to speak on, too, how, I know we talked earlier, and you were saying how, like, um, not what I, so I'm not going to say exactly what we said earlier for the fact of, I don't know who listened on somebody. You know, you already said your <laughs> yeah, day, yeah, you no, know? I feel, I feel. Yeah, So I'm going to say uh, food, meds, and water. So I chose those three because um, that's the only way they can put it in us. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. food, the meds, or the water. And they control the water, they control the food, they control the meds. Yeah. You know? So um, do you think that if we changed one or two out of the three, it would affect us in a different way? Absolutely. Absolutely. Food, medicine, and water. The thing all three of those have in common is they enter by the mouth. And there's a phrase that has been, you know, encapsulated now in my mind, they're killing us through our mouths. Yeah. Uh, And here's another one I'll share with you. For five to ten minutes of pleasure in the mouth, the body dies or suffers long. You yeah. see, everything is coming in through the mouth, food, medicine, and water. And re- really and truly, that's what we are sharing in common across the country and across the globe. Yeah. You know what Definitely, I mean? Definitely, yeah. There's a lot of things we don't share in common, but food industry, our medicine, medical industry, and, and farmers, and uh, I said water, but you know, the water is a good thing. But interestingly enough, even water itself gets tainted. Yeah. You know, we, we see the marketing and the, you know, the, the labels that are on water and this one and that one. I'm not going to use names of the water, but everybody knows because we, we all are consumers. Right. Right. You know, sure. but you will find that you can, you can hop on YouTube. Thank God today we have so much technology that we can find any information we want. Right. You can hop on YouTube and look at the litmus acidic test that people have done on these brand name waters and realize they're super acidic yeah and i'll tell you you know just as a plug of information disease loves acidic environments so through the water let's just say in the marketing of it that is highly acidic we're already setting up our bodies to accept disease and to accept illness processes because of that higher level of acidity and then we combine that with our processed foods and, and the way we live fast. We're, we're in a time frame where life is faster than ever. Yep, and yep. there is a correlation to the fact that we are also in a time frame where the population is sicker than ever. We're faster than ever and we're sicker than ever. You know, so I think I think the big thing I could say in terms of those those three things is that if we could slow down a little bit and really evaluate what's going on around us and what's going on in terms of the marketing of medicine and food 
we've got to realize that there's a strategic game plan here that just kind of lulls and almost hypnotizes people to just accept what's being sold. But literally, it's that very common factor there that's got the, the masses of people in sickness. I literally feel like every neighborhood has got a house with somebody sick in it today. Yeah. Somebody's got on a medication of some sort in every single house. Look across the street. Your neighbor's taking something. He's feeling sick because of something. And nothing is being offered as a solution. Everything is being offered to us as a wheel. For example, let me let me expound on that. You go in to see the doctor, you got high blood pressure, right? Right. And he says, All right, no worries, no worries. We got we got something for that, uh lisinopril or what have you. Uh, some sort of a statin drug might be in, introduced. And what they necessarily won't tell you is once you begin this, you ain't going to be able to get off because there's withdrawal effects. There's side effects that if you just cut cold turkey, you, that might cost you your life to okay. just try and stop. You know, But they will present it, hey, listen, this is going to take your blood pressure down. The other part that you don't realize or that's not being told to you is, yeah, it's going to affect your blood pressure and bring it down, but your kidneys and your liver has to filter that synthetic drug and it will break those organs in time. So while your blood pressure is under control, you're going to end up with a broken liver later, which now you're going to have to get a whole different treatment and regimens of medications or dialysis or what have you. So literally what I'm seeing is once we enter that medical system with complaint A, we're going to be rolling around in a wheel of medications and procedures and uh, protocols that are simply just going to lead you to another illness right. and then to another illness. So we never get out. We never get out on the path of Western medicine because Western medicine is not healing anybody. It's just placating symptoms and creating another illness while doing so. It's a setup. Yeah, I can agree to that. I can I can agree to that because uh, even like I'm a, I got I take uh, asthma medicine and they have one called uh, I don't say the name of it, but they have one in particular where the side effect of it is uh, depression and um, mm-hmm. anxiety uh, and they and they say it's addictive and I'm like so <laughs> what the hell. Then I talked to another doctor. He was like, I'm going to tell you what you do, man. You can't breathe at night, man. You go get some coffee. You cook it. You, you, you boil that coffee down to about that much of that coffee, and you, and you swallow it hot. He said, man, the, the caffeine will open your lungs up. Mm-hmm. He said, they're, they used to do it in the early 1800s, man. He said, you think people been dying overnight because asthma? No. It's ways around it. They just ain't going to make no money off selling right. coffee. They make more money off selling medicine in Folgers. Yeah. It's true, man. You know, it always comes down to money, man. I've heard, I've heard the uh, statement all the time: "Follow the money, you'll figure out the plan." Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, this is about finances, and I, I, I don't knock it. I don't knock business. You know what I'm saying? Because literally, if, if perhaps I was of that kind of shady nature of heart, I would do a business like that, because it, it's sound on business principles. You know what I'm saying? Create your, you're literally creating your repeat customer. It's like the crack game all over again. Hey, sir, you know it. You know it. We all, for business to thrive, you need your customers to come back. Yeah. Well, now, what if we could do a business where we guarantee they come back, whether they want to or not? They're going to come back. 
because we're breaking something else that they're gonna have to come to us for. Like going to a shady mechanic or some shit. Yes, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like going to a shady mechanic. I like you put it in that terms because I view the body like a machine. I view myself as a mechanic for that machine. And in that respect, you can look at your at our Western medical system, which I was a part of for 25 years up until I, I came to this understanding and it just couldn't sit right in my chest anymore to be a part of it. You, you're bringing your machine, your body, to a mechanic that is going to essentially not do the right thing by you. He's going to run you around where you're always going to have to come back for a different part that gets broken. And he knew that. Bring your car in for the brakes and this guy's doing something to your spark plugs you know, while yeah. while fixing your brake, he's setting up your spark plug to go in another month or two. So you're going to be back. One sec. Yeah. It's all good. I get this out. It's all good. Mm -hmm. I can't decide this out. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. No, yeah, literally, I love the way you put that there, man. Because while he's fixing the brake, he's setting up your spark plug, right? When that goes and you come back for that, then he set up your air intake system. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you got to come back for that, and you see it, you see the routine. Well, literally, this, this is what I see is happening in our Western medical model. And doctors are doing the job. Most, I'm not going to say all doctors. I think some doctors have been trained in that way. They, they believe they're doing the best that they can and that they don't know any better. But I do believe that the further down you go in that, in that career, same as for me, you, you got to come to some light and, and, and say, well, at least if you're really passionate about what you do, you got to question it at some point like, hey, is what I'm doing working or is there a better way? Am I, am I really making a difference in people's health or am I just, you know, setting them up for the next fall? Right, 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 you know? right. Um, so I want to want to speak to the, to, uh, to the water. So we're going to start out with the, yeah. the most simplest one. So is there any way that we can alkaline our own water or do we have to buy from the store? Because a lot of people can't afford it, but I also heard that, also heard that you could put a little lemon in your water. And it'll act like it, but I'm not sure. But by you being in that field, you can tell them better. They might believe you. <laughs> yeah, 100%, man. You are right on the money. In fact, you know, alkaline water is expensive to buy. And um, most most people, uh, well, I won't say most people, people below a certain income level, they are not going to be able to afford that. But yes, lemon, lemon is actually uh, one of the only citruses that is alkaline. So you'll get like your orange and that'll be acidic and you get your grapefruit, that's acidic. But lemons, when they interact within the human body, become alkaline. So yes, a few drops of uh, lemon water, lemon in your water would be a great way to alkaline that water for your system. So, so for, the, for the dummies in the back, for the dummies that don't understand, mm. can you, I'm just asking for them because I know they, they ask themselves this. Can I use concentrated lemon drops that come in the in the little bottle? You can. You you definitely can, but 
it's not as the purest form. Right. Okay. Right? So y'all so, heard it. So you the lemon. No, you the drop. You, um, <laughs> you got. I know you got a quarter to get a lemon, man. Yeah, Come man. On, man. Go one hundred percent pure. You know, we we've been trained now to be a, a society of of uh, convenience too. Yeah. So when we buy that little plastic looking lemon with, with the juice inside, that's about convenience. Right. And you got to remember that that now has to have some preservatives in it because they need a shelf life. That's that's a sold product that's needing a shelf life. Right. The right. raw lemon itself, hey, ain't nothing about shelf life about that. You go to the you go to that grocery store, you pick up those lemons, cut them, drip drop them in, you know. Um, Side note on that, as, as we're talking about going to a grocery store, here's, here's another little quote for you. You can, at, you can buy your diseases and your cures all at the same place. Same it's place. called your local grocery store. <laughs> I'm going to say that so, again. So look, so, yeah, say it again because you need it to <laughs> the next Let me next say session. that again, yeah. You can purchase all of our diseases and illnesses as well as the cures all at the same place. It's at your local grocery store. So, you're saying that next time food. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, a lot of people here lately. Whatever they write on the box, they believe that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Whatever they see on the box, whatever they see on the packaging, they 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 believe this to be the healthiest thing in the world. So, if someone really wanted to uh, fix a situation like. Like say say you know you you, you say say the, not even a common cold. So say you uh you you real congested, you know. Uh, should people stay away from meats? And if so, what meat should they stay away from? Because I don't see no harm staying away from from red meat. Yeah, How yeah. it is here. Shit, I, <laughs> I'm just saying I I I I've heard it before. Yeah, yeah. But but like, what do you think? Would what where should we be shopping at? That's right. I guess I'm right. We should be shopping. What section? So look at it this way. Um, I like to look at cause and effect. Everything's cause and effect. You hit that button, this podcast is over. You flick the switch, the light goes on. Right. There's a cause. There's an effect. Um, so le- you mentioned mucus, yeah, you, and that that's dear to me because a lot of times when I visit families to work with them and to help them, there's often little kids. In, involved or in the room. They're not involved in the case, but they they part of the family they're around. And I noticed these little kids is always running around and their nose is running and they're sneezing and they're coughing. It's like kids are always getting a cold, but we've kind of been taught to accept that's normal. But cause and effect, look at this. Things like dairy produce mucus in the body. Dairy itself is a lot of mucus itself. Right. And then when it interacts within the human body, produces a lot of mucus. A lot of our um, animal products, whether they are the, the meat itself, red meat, white meat, brown meat, don't matter what kind of meat. OK. The fact is, it was an animal that was alive and now it's dead. <laughs> Some of my friends don't like it when I put it this way, but it's literally a carcass that we are devouring. A dead body. A dead body. Parts of a dead body, right? Now check this out. When when we uh, see a, a carcass decomposing outdoors in 98 degrees weather, we know what it smells like. We know it's gross. And we would not eat it, right? Yet 
we would put that carcass because it doesn't look that way when it's coming out of the package. It's been kept cold for a reason, so it wouldn't decay, right? And we cook it up and we eat it down. But let me ask you real quick, what's the temperature of the human body? 98.6. Yes, sir. So imagine now that carcass is now inside an oven, your body, cooking at 98. But is it cooking or decaying? Right. Decaying because it ain't hot enough to cook it. It ain't hot enough to cook it. But it's right. But it's hot enough to decay it. And so we literally go through the decomposition process, the decomposing of flesh inside of our pipelines. Now, remember I said it's like a, like a machine. Our pipelines, we essentially our intestines and our stomach and then our blood vessels, man, we are literally pushing through death, through the machine called our human body. And the effect, now that's, there's the cause, the effect after that is what I believe to be every illness we are seeing. So it may manifest as diabetes in you. In me, it might manifest as cancer. In my brother Lamb, it might manifest as asthma. You know what I mean? So literally, I feel like the cause can be linked to, to just that logic right there. Now, there, there are many other parts to that logic. But since, as you had mentioned, meat, right, right. I just focus in on the logic of the decomposing of a carcass inside of you at 98 degrees 98.4 is stomach acid strong because i heard stomach acid can eat through a stronger than a battery go ahead what, what were you saying oh i didn't know because i heard stomach acid is strong enough to eat through a battery like stronger than the acid in a battery so it doesn't break the flesh down even more is it a extra something that it does to the flesh well look at it this way yes it, it's going to help to decompose basically that meat. That's the way you can look at it. For example, that that carcass was out on the road at a 98 degree day, right? Mm -hmm. And it's decomposing. You throw some acid on that, what, do you, what does it do? Well, maybe I asked the wrong question. My question mm -hmm. is what, what separates the deep decomposition of meat than any other substance that goes into the body. What separates? Mm, okay, okay. I think what separates it is the consistency of that meat itself. Meat is flesh. It was alive at one point. It was a moving, grooving animal like you and me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so the decomposition process for flesh is what it is. Yeah, because it's crazy how like you, like you you, you could you could taste the meat to know it's a different than the taste how to determine how the cow was killed. Like mm -hmm. if it was if it was terrorized if it was if it was scared and you killed it you saying you could taste this yeah yeah that's why they tell you on certain meats that um that we we took care of them it was grass fed stuff okay. like that you know what I'm saying yeah yeah so um, but so so um I guess let's spill over to the last uh thing I was gonna ask about the meds so I guess mm -hmm. that, I guess that, that's like a circle it is you go right man. back to the meds you seeing it you yeah. seeing it yep. You got to the meds with the water, but you got to have some of your stomach when you eat. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the medications, um, that that piece of the circle, is is essentially, if you will, just exactly that. Another piece of the circle. You know, a circle's not a straight line. It doesn't end up anywhere. Right. It just keeps cycling back around and around, like a merry-go-round. So we 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 enter into the medical system once. 
we have abused this, the, the machine we call our body by running through over time. Mind you, the machine is tough as hell. It can right. take the abuse for years. It can take the decomposition of other animal flesh in it for years until ugh, something broke or something really starts to malfunction. And that brings us to which guy? The doctor. Right. Right? And we all go to the doctor trust with trust. I, I, I like to say, for like Christians, trust the doctor more than they trust God. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. People trust the doctor more than they would trust God. You know, if the doctor says, yo, this new thing came out, bro, and, and this will help your blood pressure. Generally, we go, okay, when can I fill the script? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. He writes it out, we run, we fill the script. So we accept. And they never tell us the side effect. Even if they do, it is glazed over so quickly. Like you ever watch a commercial for for any new med? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I think it's such a psychological game because they literally do tell you, "Yo, this is gonna take care of your asthma, but watch out for you might have diarrhea, or your, it, your or leg might fall off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to do with what you're trying to yeah, fix. you might lose your vision. Like so, there there's so many things, but I think it it's become a conditioning thing. Yeah. We watch the commercial and we've learned to glaze over the side effect and actually accept the, the picture of the person looking healthy in, in the commercial to say, hey, that drug is connected to that feeling. That's good. This is marketing at its best. Right. This is just simply marketing and business at its best, playing on the psychology of the human. Yeah. 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 I you mean, know what I'm saying? Because it's like they commit to get all these... Uh... Um, pills for erectile dysfunction or shit like that. People know that the, that a watermelon get carry the same properties as Viagra. So if you if you consume watermelon on a regular basis, it'll regulate your your blood flow. Hallelujah! But you know I'm on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a question. What what percentage of actual prescription or medicine would you say actually helps or heals? Okay, I like that question. So I do believe there is a window for prescription drugs. For example, you got to undergo surgery, right? Right. The pain from surgery, I mean, the best way to block that is with an anesthesia. Right. Right. So I think that that, that is appropriate in that time. Um, coming out of that surgery, you're going to have a lot of heavy inflammation and pain. Right. Right. So I do think that some, 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 form of strong medication is appropriate in that window but that window should be kept short and we should be looking to back us off of those medications and move us onto hey some sort of fruit or vegetable that can do the same thing there is in fact a fruit or vegetable that can do everything that, a that every synthetic drug can do. There's a substitute for every synthetic white drug. Tea. Give me one for white tea. Like an example of, of yeah. one? Fruit or vegetable that can, that can white Okay. Tea. So, for example, for pain, let's say, right? Uh, the root turmeric is rated as powerful as ibuprofen. You know what I mean? Off the shelf? Off the shelf. As a matter of fact, here's another one. Uh, white lettuce, which is also known as the dandelion. Okay. Right? The dandelion has pain-relieving properties 
that they compare to morphine. Can we go back to this chewing? What was the method? How? What is a method you would use chewing correctly by while trying to absorb some of the properties from the chewing? Okay. So, for example, uh, I make a I make a tea that I utilize the turmeric root, the ginger root, and a few other things. Uh, so. What I'll do is I'll break down that root, chop it down, press it, and then brew it so I can extract from it all of its properties into that tea. Now, with that tea, we can treat multiple things from inflammation of your tooth to, or, or inflammation of your bowels even to um, pain, just pain. Uh, I've, I've had some experiences where... Um, for example, one, one client of mine had a brain surgery at some point, had some residual nerve damage that would, you know, it would flare up at times and cause her such severe facial pain, she would have to take a, um, a steroid mm. for, the, for the inflammation. Uh, she hit me up one, one session and said, look, I can't, we were working out, I was training her for uh, a wedding or whatever. And she said, look, I can't, I can't work out. I've got this flare up of my facial nerve and it's just incredible pain, whatever. By the way, do you have something? I happen to have that same tea I just described. So she, her, her fiance picked some of that up for her. In two days, she called me back and said, look, I don't know if it's in my, my head, but I have not had to take the, uh, the medication that was prescribed, the steroid. I just drank this tea two to three times a day. That was news to me. I mean, I didn't realize it would be at that level of strength, but it didn't make her uh, nauseous or sick in any way. It hit the pain. So that's, uh, that's an example of how we can use turmeric in direct application. You done, my guy? You, you cool? Um, one more question. You made a hell of a lot of noise in the background. So... Fucking with, my whole episode, man. Hey, everybody, my brother Liam, man. Stay with man. What up, so man? With, what up? <laughs> so with medicine, from what I know and how I see used being directed towards more of our elders and our older people, grandma, grandma, what is something since they seem more inevitable to get on a prescription or something, what is something they could do to balance out their medicine as a non-medicine type deal? I like that question. You know, in, in a lot of ways, our elders are... They're far down the road. They've already been on medications for a long time. And I feel for our, our elders the most because they suffer the most, you know. But what can they do to turn it around? I would say this. Just begin to transition off of the things that break your body, like milk. It does not do a body good. Uh, and things like meats and processed foods, things that are in boxes and cans, if you can just, and you don't got to do that all in one. You pick one thing, you begin to reduce it slowly. I think the whole dairy, uh, the whole the whole campaign for dairy, was just to, just to make them white boys some money, being real. One hundred. Because ain't, ain't no benefits from dairy at all, man. People, why would you? If milk was that good, why would have to make a substitute for it to sell people? Almond milk. What's the substitute for milk? Lactate. What is right. almond milk? Like non-dairy milk. Non-dairy. So I think that's a vegan thing just to get money. Because I never understand why. No, why no, would you no, make no, vegan? No, 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 because your body can't handle milk. People, people want milk, mm -hmm. so your body can't handle it. So, they, so you're saying naturally, day one, you're not supposed to drink milk. Because I know 
babies drink the that yellow stuff out of um, breast milk when they first burn born that little stuff that the mom pours out is that yellow but they say it's super concentrated but it's not technically breast milk but it comes from the breast milk so you're saying cow milk is not no equivalent wrong and it's bad yeah right 100 percent what got America to believe almost that? Is it football? Is no, 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 no. What was the connection? They, they came at us with the whole health shit. The whole slogan. Milk does the body good. You got a whole yep. bunch of people drinking milk. Drinking milk. Uh, and can't nobody prove that, that that's the only source of calcium. And then they came that's with, what I was taught. Then, then, then they came up with this whole pyramid chart. But it's you how to eat healthy and mm-hmm. shit. The false. Work, false shit. False as fuck, man. So there's not one true fact on the, what is it, three levels? <laughs> I believe it's, it's uh, meat, salt, blah, blah, blah. You're saying none of that's true because I recently learned that you can get protein from more than just meat. And meat really doesn't have the most protein. Right. You can get more protein from right. chickpeas. Yeah. Protein, and this is nowhere on the diet. Nowhere on no. the chart. Protein is actually only created in green plants. How about that? So, what is minus the social media? Because that seems to be in everything. Minus social media, what do you think is getting people to eat so recklessly, so easily? Because it's kind of easy to be like, "Yo, try this calamari," or "Try this blah 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 blah." But if we be like, "Yo, bro, try this strawberry milk," you're like, "It's it's a little bit easier to take." So, what is that that America's like, "Yo, I'm gonna take their word for it," or? Because it can't be simply propaganda. It's marketing at its best, man. Marketing is about literally how do I sell you on something? It doesn't have to be true. But how do I convince you that it is? We use imagery. We use music. We use superstars. You know what I mean? We Imagine if we were the dairy farmers, right? And we trying to make our money. We going to say, yo, LeBron, oh, man, you going to help us sell this milk. Yeah, so you believe have farmers be have something to do with the miseducation? Uh, I think they have a hundred percent. Whoa! Yeah. yeah. So you're yeah. saying the company's coming to you with like, yo, what plan you got? <laughs> think about this. Think about this. How 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 they run Ooh, all of so so, so no no listen. You got this company they come to name Monsanto. Monsanto. I read that about the corn, the uh, uh, the strands, and how they try to say he re- used that seed. He yeah. was like a seed collector. They, I did see that movie recently. They they, they, they did a whole shitload of shit. Like they was buying money over Gato. Yeah, they, no, what it was, was they were buying farms from motherfuckers that couldn't afford to compete. Yeah, and the government all this money. And, and the government said, We ain't giving y'all shit. We could just give But he said a hundred percent. My thing is, how do you get a hundred percent of a local farmer to a hundred percent news coverage? Like, how do you connect that? Because it's it's yeah. very it might not be, it's not your local farmer. Your local farmer is a small guy. Yeah, we're talking industrial farming. We're talking oh, we're talking mm. the big boys of yeah. farming. As a matter of fact, so that they're pyramid, on the same team though, because they work together, like the eh, DA in the district. No, no, no. See, so, so you see, this is like about it. They look at it as business. Black people look at it as a relationship. It's not that a relationship with who the companies no, no, that no, are no. buying their he, product between, between the two. They'll say like like if two black people do something together, uh, uh, uh do something outside of that shit, and they'll fall out because they forget it's just business. Them motherfuckers just see it just being. Can we can we isolate motherfuckers corporations? No, I am motherfuckers. No, so I can understand. No, I'm not trying to be funny. So I can understand. So you're saying outside of the corporation is not business, and they try to scheme you. I I understand that. No, no, no. What I'm saying is outside of the corporation, it ain't shit. They can fuck each other. Why they don't give a fuck? 
Okay, that's a little past the farming. I agree with you, though. Yeah, I agree yeah, with you. Yeah. Kind of angry. But um, my <laughs> question, because he said 100%, yeah, like, and I as far as, that. like, if you own a cow, the reason your kids are drinking milk in school is because this guy. Is that what you're saying, Check basically? This out. Check this yeah. out. You remember that pyramid y'all just hey. referenced? Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. know how that pyramid... Got created. It sounds like some devil stuff. No, 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 literally. It, <laughs> right? Now, Pain look water. at this. The dairy farming industry is a giant, right? Facts. Giant enough that they were able to pay a board of doctors X CDC. amount of money to say, create this pyramid with us in mind. You dig? But farmers don't make... Do farmers... Is it job security? Oh, or do, is it... Ferraris later when you stop. No, you listen, don't know listen. the size. Maybe I'm missing something yeah, here. Something. They got, <laughs> got tractors worth a million dollars. So mm. farmers are not in it to live lavish. They're just trying to secure no, no, their no, daily. No, 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 no. They live in lavish. But it's hard work being a farmer. No, it's not. Not nowadays. No, not now. They so you don't have to get up at five milk cows? And- no, no. That's, some, that's some shit of the past, man. So you just wake up, connect that, and go back? No. How do you do What is a typical so, farmer day? So what I'm telling you is this. The farmer, you talking about died out motherfucking years ago. ago. I never been a farmer. I probably see that on a movie or TV. So, what is the typical farmer? What is the day the like? Modern day farming. The modern yes. day farmer, he ain't one of the touching shit. He own all this shit now. The only thing he tell the motherfuckers is, okay, so I got a hundred cows here. Um, he got a matter of fact, he got some out of super fighting that shit. He just own this shit. So he's basically a Monsanto. Hey, I um kind of confused me, but he's basically a food middleman. Basically, he's the one that's middleman to the corporations who's no, dishing. No, no, no. he's actually that, on the corporation. Yeah, he owned that farm. See, part, and I, this is raising a very important thing: uh, is that the perception of farming. Maybe this is part of it. Why the perception of farming, as my brother is looking at it, is about the old school farming that once existed that no longer exists. Except for the small little local guy that's really trying to supply his neighborhood, but on the massive scale of industrial farming, right? It's whatever they say you're gonna do. We're talking plan. billion dollar type industries. And right? I get in the, the bad thing in the long run. I believe it because money talks. I'm, but the bad thing is I I read about how they crop uh, crop rotate or whatever. Like after doing that so much at a high rate for these corporations, it just kills the land off. Yeah. It just keeps killing, and that's why I'm not saying our dirt, but you, you see that dirt, man. You couldn't plant. He said all you have to do. I didn't know you just to plant a potato. You just stick it halfway. I never do that, but you can probably do that to the dirt. So it messes up the dirt. I don't know how they fix that or whatever, but eventually it has to slow down the next farmer and mm-hmm. the next farmer. I don't know. I don't know how farmers. But they work. insured by the government, so they ain't losing. Insured with the land's insured. Everything is insured. A farmer could a farmer could have a truck full of. Uh, 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 goddamn peaches going to Cleveland from or from uh from from know, New York. <laughs> if that truck turned over, yeah, the driver fired. But that fruit inside is insured by the government. Do you don't think that's beneficial to who? To hmm. the people that it's feeding. No, no, that's because beneficial that, to the guy that that's <laughs> selling it. Yeah, because so they, let's they, say, no, listen, I just said if the truck turned over, mm-hmm. nobody eating that shit. I, and he, st- he still gets paid still get his money. Yeah, so the way I'm seeing it is if the government can say, I can replace this, that delivery still gets made. So no, they not, not that direct no, delivery. No, they just, no, they're not replacing the delivery. They're not, they're giving him the money. Who's him? Not the truck driver. He the, just got fired. The man that owned the company. 
So how does the delivery get replaced? The farmer has to come up with it again? So, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. But that's what I'm saying. It doesn't seem like he's winning too many. Ah, all he does is has a government over him to say, yo, bro, you can pretty much do what you want. And just do what we say. Hold you're on, good. Loud, man. You're going to make this mic distort, oh. man. Look like you're making a line. So I don't see the... I don't I don't know. I guess it is miseducation. Because I thought the farmer... I thought the farmer wakes up in the morning. He goes, waters the whatever. Starts his tractor and <laughs> put the cows in it. Who you think he's selling his shit to? I don't know. I live in the city. In the middle of the city. <laughs> I don't know. But my uncle did work at a farmer. He killed the cows. That's as close as I got to it. <laughs> Shoot the cows. But I didn't know it was like I seen the movie about the dude he saves his seeds and that's how they they made that whatever chemical or whatever to repel certain insects or whatever and that's how they got them. But I never knew like farmers was like, yo, we just gonna mislead all these damn kids in first grade. We're gonna get them bad hey, teeth and right, I didn't know it was for the right that amount of serious. Maybe it's yeah. the misconception how farmers live. Overalls and, and right, what right, farmer right. have you seen in overalls? I don't know farmers. So how, so 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 how could you describe something you never seen? But, but what? But he has because there has been imagery that has portrayed that. Whether that and mostly it's on television. That's all I know. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I believe most of everything gets gets conditioned to our minds. Right, right, is right, right. through that screen we literally are seeing. Hey, oh, this is that, or this is this, and we can be easily misled. To believe something that ain't really true through that marketing box we call a TV.